1: things therapy. I am Lisa Tahir, your host, and I hope that you're doing wh- well wherever you're listening or watching from. You can find more about me and my work through my website, which is nolatherapy.com. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles therapy, reflecting two that I live I'm accepting new clients right now. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, With over 20 years of experience, my practice is all virtual. Therefore, we can meet over Zoom, FaceTime, or phone, anywhere you reside. I enjoy so much working with individuals, couples, and adolescents. If you have kids of that age range, I think it's such an important time to start your interpersonal journey of being reflective and self-aware. The earlier we start that process, I think the easier our lives can be. So please go to nolatherapy.com to reach out to me as well as on social media. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nola Therapy. And there there are links to take my online podcast as well as to endorsed by the Dalai Lama and A link to book sessions with me as well at nolatherapy.com and across the various social media platforms. I want to share with you my sponsors offering you cool free things. If you're not already using Amazon Music, they have over 70 million songs available for you to download and stream. As my listener, they'll give you a free month to try them out. Go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash ATT, which stands for All Things Therapy. Secondly, audiobooks. My book, The Chiron Effect, is on Audible, and I enjoy so much Audible audiobooks. They are my podcast sponsor as well. They offer you a free audiobook download, so you can check mine out or any other book that interests you. Well, have a day for, Or you can cancel if you're not interested in that. Check that out by going to audibletrial.com forward slash allthingstherapy. And lastly, if you enjoy my show, I'd love for you to become a Patreon subscriber and supporter. I want to give a shout out to Carrie, Ashley, and Therese for supporting this show, as well as Nikki. And check that out by going to patreon.com forward slash allthingstherapy. Okay, we are transitioning into the guest portion of the podcast. This is the main event and why I have done this for almost six years now. Next week will actually be my sixth year doing a a podcast on LA Talk Radio. And today I have with me Olivia Scott. We actually met at a meditation here in New Orleans for the new moon a couple of months ago. And Olivia, you may know, today is also... A new moon in the sign of Pisces Ooh. that I want to talk to you about during the course of our conversation. And Please. for you all to get to know Olivia Scott a bit more, she is the founder and principal consultant of Omerge Alliances. This is a marketing and management consultancy focused upon beauty, wellness, and entertainment brand development and marketing. Olivia is also a writer, a speaker. A certified yoga teacher and host of Freedom at the Mat. This is a platform for women to come together and care for themselves through faith, through meditation, through intention setting, affirmation, journaling, and prayer and movement through yoga. And Olivia has a great YouTube channel, the Match. She, her guest, as well as shows that she does, talking about these things, about women, us supporting each other and ourselves through metaphysical, spiritual, and psychological practices. And I just want to welcome you, Olivia. Thank you
0: so much. That was such a beautiful opening, and you integrated the marketing as well as the wellness, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank
1: for- you. I appreciate you. It was such a delight to meet in that just unexpected way that the universe lines up for us when we're open and available to synchronicity. And I'm curious where you'd like to start with us today. Curious about where I want to start?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I am always feeling very blessed about the opportunity to do the work that I'm doing. And I think if I were to start anywhere, I would start from the perspective of legacy right we are in the month of women I always think about my legacy but in particular during women's history month i enjoy having conversations with other women about how we are really leading with our gifts and our talents and offering our legacies to the world
1: you know this is a really interesting place to start olivia because i think often about legacy. And my definition of that has changed. I used to think your legacy is what you leave when you pass away, when you transition, when you die, whatever terminology you use for that. And I've come to realize that our legacy is when we leave a conversation or walk out of a room that we leave legacies on a daily basis, the way you leave the grocery store clerk. And some people might be like, okay, that's That's really reaching, but I do know, and I've become more aware each conversation, this experience of us together, Mm -hmm. when when we end, it'll be leaving a legacy of how, you know, we left each other feeling. And I'm curious how you view legacy and define it.
0: What's interesting because I want to kind of go back to the thing you just said about grocery store, right? There is a woman, the Trader Joes that go to here in New Orleans and Metairie, and she is, you know, probably a middle aged, probably fifty year old um, woman, and she wears her hair really coiffed and it's always done, right? And I'm like, whenever I see her, I think class, I think she's well put together, and so when you think about even at the grocery store, how you carry yourselves, how you, you know, dress yourself, how you walk how you talk, all those things are legacy. You know, I had a very dear friend. I still have a very dear friend. She was an assistant at an advertising agency way back in the 90s in Chicago, but she dressed, and not but, and she dressed so exquisitely. You would have thought that she was an executive. So in my mind, when I think of her, I always think of Creative. I think of bold. I think of sharp dresser. I think of a classy woman. So when you think about legacy, I 100% agree with you that legacy does not start when you die. Legacy starts every single morning that you wake up. You complete your legacy every day. You know, it's what you put intention into, how you carry yourself how you speak life into others. People are going to remember you, whether you speak life with your tongue or whether you speak death with your tongue, yes. whatever it is you're doing, you're creating legacy through your actions and your words every single day. So I, agree you know, you.
1: it's so true. And the power, you're raising the power of words, the power of our language. And a quote that I love is that our words are just our thoughts and clothing. And when I thought about that, it was like, wow, like our words really are our thoughts and, and clothing. And I have really made it a point to be more mindful of of what I say and how I say it. And sometimes, Olivia, I can tell you it's, it's a struggle because I have so many emotions at times going on inside of me. But yet it's like, okay, what am I going to say to this person about this? And sometimes I actually get... Um, I feel some confusion because part of me wants to maybe confront or hold accountable or say something that has been hurtful or mm-hmm. angering. Yet I'll struggle like, how do I want to couch this? So I'm kind of on that journey on how to balance though all of that. And I'm curious how you handle issues like that.
0: So it's interesting because even you saying that, it's really made me be like, yeah, I probably really should be more cautious with my words, whether it's curse words or words that don't bring positivity. I do believe that, you know, we are, our words are emanations of our spirits and of our thoughts. So we have to be very careful. I believe, as I was saying a couple of seconds ago about speaking life over someone or speaking death, I believe that words are extremely powerful Mm and that we should use them Very, very, very cautiously. And I am one who, if I've said something out of my mouth that I shouldn't have said, I put my big girl panties on, Lisa, and I go back and I say, that was inappropriate of me to say, you know, I'm always very present. You know, I teach at Loyola as well. So I talk a lot. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so sometimes when I'm teaching and I go off the cuff, I go off, you know, go outside of what's in the textbook. Sometimes I go in this random direction and then something will come out that maybe it shouldn't have come out or the way it comes out. And I'll say, you know what, students, that was incorrect. Or that, that was stereotypical for me to say that, you know, woman between 25 and 54, whatever it is I'm teaching. Yeah. So I think it's important that we remain present when we speak and that we remain connected with, you know, the divine at all times, and be aware of the power that we are emitting through our words.
1: You know, and that causes me to think about, I know that your faith, as well as health and wellness have, have always been important to you from when you were younger. And I'm curious how those things have come together for you and in the creation of Freedom at the Mat and to let people more know more about about that and how it's an integration of things important to you. Oh, absolutely.
0: So I'm from Memphis, born and raised Memphis, Tennessee, and I went to University of Missouri for undergrad. lived in Chicago for six years, in New York for twenty, and nineteen, and moved here year two years ago to New Orleans. And in that journey, I think what always kind of kept me going was faith in a superior being, in a supreme being, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm just out here freewheeling. You know, I was gifted. My mother put me in a lot of different like tap dance and ballet and spoken word and piano and flute. And so she exposed me to a lot of things. And so I had these ambitions of living a larger life than me living just in Memphis for the rest of my life. That was kind of, you know, my thought, but I didn't have anything to go on, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of generation kind of doing all these things. And it was always, always, always my foundation in God and knowing that I would be covered and knowing that I could at any point in time connect with my spirit and get a piece around to go left or to go right. So I've always been, I was raised in the church, in the Baptist church in Memphis, Tennessee. And so I grew up with a really strong connection with God in the Christian, you know, philosophy. Um, And then as I got older, you know, I, of course, you know, we get older, we go to college, we meet different people. One of my best friends is Jewish, and you kind of expose yourself to a lot of different religions. And then you're like, okay, there are different religions out here, but the one I believe in is just a God. And I know that I'm not here on the earth just free will and by myself. I know that mm-hmm. I've got support from a much higher being. And that is what led me to move from Missouri, Chicago, Chicago to New York, New York to Newark, Newark back to New York, and New York to New Orleans, right? Wow. Yeah. It just, it was like I was always, I knew that I was going to be okay. And I knew yeah. that if I moved somewhere, Lisa, and it didn't work out, I could always go back. You can always backtrack, you know? Right. So there's always this fear of the right, you know, prayer. I'm going to take this step and I'll see if this new city receives me. If it receives me, I'll keep going. And if it doesn't, I can always go back. You know what's in Chicago. You were there for six years. You know what's in New York. You know what's in Newark. What's in New Orleans? You know, yes. what's in Denver? Denver's on my list too. So whatever. So to answer your question, you know, I was an executive in marketing and still am, but I worked in corporate for about 17 years. And I started my own firm in 2009, and that was also a leap of faith. And with that, I burned myself out having my okay. own firm, having clients, servicing clients. It was a lot, and I got a divorce in 2014. So it was the combination of the burn divorce in and 2014, And okay, you know, I found it. I was not excited about it. I taught everybody I was never excited about yoga. I had taken a yoga class in Chicago when I first moved there in nineteen ninety-five and I'd fallen asleep in the class. <laughs> Snoring at the end of the class. No way. And so I kind of swore yoga away and said, Oh, it's boring. I don't like it. But I didn't know that there were so many different types of yoga. You know? Yes. And I'm definitely more of a power vinyasa versus a, yeah, more power vinyasa. You too.
1: Yeah, those are the kind of classes I favor with the flow and vinyasa, and and it caused me to feel really energized. Those types of practices. And it was
0: kind of a fluke. The gym that I was going to in Newark at the time, my ex-husband left the gym. I was going out there. They didn't have spin class, so I had to take what they offered at 10 o'clock, which was yoga. And I walked in kind of like, whatever. (laughs) You know, not high hopes at all. And I'd done Bikram, but I had some injuries from Bikram. Long story short.
1: This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.
0: Fell in love. My teacher was amazing. Powerhouse, Brazilian woman. Incredible. Became a friend. She left the gym, started her own studio. I was there all the time. She encouraged me to get my training. You know, went to India, the whole thing. So all that happened. Oh,
1: wow. Even India. That's extensive.
0: Yeah, well, yes, absolutely. That was part of the journey. You know, I had to go and really, like, understand what what the origins were of this practice I was gently walking into. And okay, it was also that. Really, it was healing from my divorce as well. It was a really, yeah. it was a really powerful experience. So she encouraged me to get my certificate. And so I got my training at Sonic Yoga in New York and I graduated in 2017, 2018, one of the two. And when I was in teacher training, they would make us do like, you know, Play classes, you know, pretend classes. Um, And I gotta tell you, I would always put like inspirational music um, underneath my classes, my flow. Okay. And we realized there was something unique there. So as soon as I got my certificate, I went to my church in Harlem and I said, I would like to offer yoga here at the church and they said, you got it. And so I began teaching yoga at my church, at the actual church, as well as their local community center for youth. That must have been
1: so meaningful for you. Yeah,
0: and I, I, I tell that part of the story, Lisa, because it has been such an evolution because I never looked at yoga As an income stream or a potential income stream, it was always about giving back. Okay. Always. I was in Rusty Wells class and skipping around a little bit at the Asheville Yoga Festival before I got my certificate. And I was really inspired that day on the mat. And I remember saying, I'm going to leave this issue on the mat today. I'm not going to take it back with me to New York. And that was the inspiration for creating freedom on the mat. And, you know, freedom, my point was I wanted people to understand you could find freedom, you can meet freedom at the mat. It's a destination. Your mat is a destination. Yes. You know, so we created freedom at the mat. And I was just teaching classes in Harlem. While I had my business, you know, randomly donation based. But see, those classes, as I'm sure you can understand from how you and I met, were really at your meditation class here in New Orleans, were really helpful. Not only were they good for me, right, as I was learning how to teach and learning how to, what people needed, they were also really helpful. For me to understand what I could offer, what I could lean into more. And we're offering something different. It wasn't just the, hi guys, it's getting to down dog. It was more, it was more spiritual. We offered a prayer circle. It was a whole immersive mind, body, and spirit experience. And I am 48 and I share that because I'm like, you got into this game a little bit late. You know? Uh, Like telling yourself that? Yeah, it's like for you to get into a physically demanding practice at 48 years old, is this really smart, Olivia? You know, should you go in to do something totally different? So I make sure that I balance with a YouTube channel that you so lovingly presented earlier, Freedom at the Matt YouTube channel. I have a combination of physical, also with spiritual and just readings, And interviews, because I didn't want to make it so physically demanding. And while I do think that I am a solid yoga teacher, I also understand that there are other people as well that are younger, that are more strongly built for yoga, even though, again, I'm good at it. I want to make sure that we also de-emphasize yoga solely being physical practice here in the West, because it's not. You know, we do all this around twinning. It's yoga. Well, let me not say that. There are so many people who are missing out, Lisa, on the benefits, the physical benefits of yoga, because when they think yoga, they think twisty, bendy. I could never do that. I was on Zoom with a friend the other night who's a minister, and she was speaking to a specific group of women who were between... 50 and 60, 70. And the woman mentioned, oh, I love self-care. I like yoga. Well, no, I don't, I can't do yoga well. I don't want to do yoga. And she kind of talked herself out of trying a yoga class and being interested in it just because she's like, immediately, it's not for my body. Mm. So that's one of the things that I'm on a mission to make yoga feel more accessible. Yes. You know, the last thing I would say around this also is, you know, New York, because after like I was going to Moto Yoga Studio in West West in the village, West 8th Street, pretty much three times a week. It was amazing. But those classes were $30 a class. Oh what? Yeah. Right? And it was a commitment because that's something I'm into. But the average person is not going to be interested in or have the bandwidth in their budget with children with spouses, with caring for loved ones, with saving for college and retirement to dedicate that kind of money, right? It was a high priority for me. So it's interesting because I think that we, I I knew that it was something for me to invest in myself, you know, in that yoga practice, but I wanted to offer it to other people, you know, for free. So that's why our classes on YouTube are all free? You know, my thought has always been, Lisa. I feel I'm talking a lot, but my thought has always been: if there is a woman, because we really are about women, yeah, if There's a woman who? And I know I've heard you talk about your concern about the homeless community in Los Angeles, right? Right. And I say, you know, if there is a woman who is suffering from domestic violence in Memphis or in where I'm from, you know, or here in New Orleans or wherever. And she's impoverished and she's got two or three kids. And all she can think about is I just need a moment to myself. I need to get my mind right. I need to get my body right. And she could somehow access this YouTube channel. She would find a reading that would be a balm to her heart. She would find some yoga. She would find a meditation it's yeah. just going to get centered. So I'm always thinking that role.
1: What you're saying, Olivia, and especially going back to when you said about with yoga, there's always a modification to make the pose or the movement accessible to you, whatever ability you have or even desire what you feel like for that day. And I know for me, the best thing about yoga is that it tends to bring you to the present moment. And not a lot of things in life do that. You know, often we can multitask almost too much. And with yoga, if it's a class where you're really engaged and the if you're vibing the teacher and the music, like it really just draws your attention to the present moment. And it really helps you be mindful without having to think about it so much and really practice that, like I'm going to be mindful and, you know, then get distracted. So I think there's so many benefits, like you're saying, to just a 45 minute, an hour time in your day that's just for you to put the phone aside and just really like be there with your breath and your body and hearing your voice. And, you know, I'm curious too about the role of meditation because you lead beautiful guided meditations and how that became a part of your practice in life.
0: I'd say two... Two things. I was a spoken word artist and a radio DJ in, okay. in high school. And I love speaking. I just love it. And, you know, I've trained my voice and I just enjoy, I enjoy it. I found from people who would listen to me in class, right? In those classes in Harlem, they would say, wow, your voice is so smooth, so soothing, And I will be honest with you, I am not a consistent meditator. I need to become better, you know, pause. And when I breathe, that there is a calm that comes over my entire spirit, number one. And number two, if I can provide, I know that there are a lot of people who they want, again, they want to meditate, but the thought of sitting in silence by themselves for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. is just like, wait, what? So I want to be that guide for them, for anybody who is having issues with like my niece. She's like, auntie, like, what do I do? How do I do this? You know, I want to be able to support those people who feel like, you know what? I want to do it, but I don't know where to start. And then like for me as a beginning meditation teacher, I'm hopeful that they will then be able to maintain the practice on their own.
1: Yes, is this the air of anything? Yoga, meditation, exercise, prayer. When you when you're consistent and you show up and and I'm going to use the word when you have faith that this is making a difference in your life, even though you don't see it or feel it right now. I think it takes us really stretching into that unknown space of just having faith and trust that this is going to make a difference and in my life it, it always has whatever that practice is so I wonder if you can speak to us about that like having faith that even engaging in something like consistent yoga meditation prayer giving back these kind of things you know how to how to hold on to the belief it, it's really going to make a difference in our lives.
0: You know, I believe that belief is personal, right? It is a hundred percent. It's true. So I invite everyone to just lean into it and to try it. If you believe that, you know, you rubbing on a, a rabbit's ear 10 times in a day is what's going to actually allow for you to be able to get, it's what was responsible for you getting promotion. And guess what? That's what it was. So I feel like people have to determine what they believe in. And I don't know how much control that we have in that. I can just continue to reiterate and state my particular experiences and share how yoga was a salvation for me yeah. in my life. How pardon me, um, how yoga for me in my um, burnout that I remember being on the train some mornings right in the city and just like being exhausted and not feeling like all of the foolishness with like, I can't get a seat. I'm trying to angle for a certain door. You know what? And just holding on to a subway, you know, post and being just breathing.
1: Wow. Yes.
0: And just, you know, and finding that I'm going to be okay Mm
1: -hmm. with
0: the breath. So I strongly, strongly recommend that everybody consider, you know, trying just breathing. And if the, if the term meditation is too lofty for you, yeah. I invite you to just breathe. Right. Just to calm, breathe and see how you feel. Like, Has your, any emotions that you were battling with, are they now a little bit better, Lisa?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That presence of just being, okay, my mind's racing. You know, I'm trying to keep up with all the thoughts in my head, but I gotta know that I'm gonna be okay. This is gonna be, this too shall pass.
1: And that's, I think that's so important that often we just need to know I'm gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's being worked out and just to, to really to breathe and feel into a, a space of trust and being held and being like, Oh, like I'm okay. I find that to just be so helpful at some point, almost every day.
0: Every day. Yep. Every day.
1: And Olivia, mm-hmm. I wonder how you feel about, we didn't, I didn't ask you this earlier, but it's coming up when I realized that today, is a new moon and I'll be doing the Audubon Park meditation where we met on Sunday at okay. 3 but just to take advantage of this new moon energy which is about new beginnings, new possibilities, really you know launch our minds to the space and, and such how would you feel about leading us in a in a short meditation if not it's okay I, I'm just curious. Right now? Yeah. Absolutely. I need I it. I love that. Great. I would
0: love that. I need it. Okay. So it's one okay. similar to I did last night actually about war no more finding the peace within. We're in the middle of a world war 3, right? And I think about this is kind of sending it's a loving kindness mm-hmm. meditation if you will. I like that. To all of the Ukrainian refugees right now, can't imagine, you know, we're here in New Orleans and you know how crazy it is when we have to displace ourselves for the hurricanes. Right. So in seeing the people who are being displaced from their homes, I would love us to dedicate a loving kindness meditation to them. Yes. For us to focus on finding our peace within.
1: I love that. Okay. You ready? Yes.
0: Okay. So if everybody can just find an easy pose, easy pose where your legs are crossed, or if you want to port against a wall behind you, of course, spine erect, legs in front of you, abdominals contracted, Active posture, draw your shoulder blades back and down your spine and find your breath. Nothing too fancy just yet. Just inhale and exhale, even ratio, one to one. And I'd like for you to send some intention towards your eyes. Set your gaze on the tip of your nose with your eyes closed. Allow those eyelids to relax. Allow your eyes to relax. Focus right now using an inner gaze on the tip of your nose. Inhale and exhale. And I invite you right now to extend your arms out to a T beside you, rotating from your shoulder socket, palms facing upwards. Inhale, palms overhead, Palms together. Palms come to your heart center. Tuck your chin to your chest. Can you say a prayer of peace, loving kindness for our blessed human beings whose lives are being disrupted, people who are losing their lives? families that are being torn apart. Can you send some love and light to restore their peace, to restore their spirits, to be a balm to anyone who is hurting right now? Can you send a lifeline of your prayer to them? They may not have it in them. They may be torn completely apart, distraught. But can you, on their behalf, send loving kindness to them? And then release your palms to your knees or your thighs. Chin is parallel to the ground. Do a self-inventory. How at peace are you with your life today? Think about every aspect of your life. Family, career, everyday work, your physical body relationships with others, is there any area in any of those aspects of your life in which you're not at peace? Inhale and exhale. And with me, I'd like you to inhale for four, hold for two, exhale for four, inhaling in any anxiety you have, and exhaling out peace. Inhale. Hold for two. Exhale out your peace. Four, three, two, one. To more, inhale, hold for two. Exhale, four, three, two, one. One final time, your own count, taking into account any anxieties that you're feeling. Be prepared to inhale, hold, and release. Four, three, two, one. It is my prayer. That at any time in which you're feeling anxious, uncertain, confused, that you will come back to your breath. May God be with you and may God bless every human being on the planet. Namaste.
1: Namaste. Thank you, Olivia. That was beautiful.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me to do it.
1: You're welcome. So freedomatthemat.com. Yep. Freedom at the mat on YouTube. Where else can listeners and viewers find you?
0: That's it. Our portal, all the content. If you go to freedomatthemat.com, you'll see the YouTube channel there under videos. You will see our lovely yoga mat and our guided journal. If you want to support You know, we establish ourselves as a Louisiana benefit corporation so that 15% of all of our profits automatically go back to nonprofits that serve underserved women and girls, including the New Orleans Family Justice Center, A21, Dream Center of Harlem, Grace House of Memphis, and Tala Salud in Puerto Rico. So, you know, again, we want to socialize the concept of wellness and also The wealth of wellness, there are many people who are, I don't want to be judgmental, Lisa, but they're overspending a little bit on wellness. And so how can we socialize that wealth and put it
1: back into the atmosphere? I like that. Cause is important to you and going to places you lived, some of them. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then places that, you know, A21 is an international organization that combats human and sex trafficking of girls. That's awesome. So being an organization that's really around the freedom of women, they're also aligned around freedom. So it's really important we align with an organization and all the organizations that really have a mission to free women.
1: Thank you for all that you do and for that beautiful meditation. I feel so much peace as a result.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate you, Lisa, and thank you for this extraordinary platform that you have created. I know a lot of work goes into maintaining it, bringing on guests, so I appreciate the consideration and you booking me today, so thank you so much.
1: Thank you. You are so welcome, and I look forward to seeing you around.
0: Absolutely. I hope to see you on Sunday.
1: That sounds great.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you for tuning in today, you all. Please go and rate and review All Things Therapy wherever you're listening or watching, be it on iTunes, YouTube, wherever and everywhere. It means so much to have your support, all of my love, and I'll be with you next week for my six-year anniversary. Bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir.